Gender Fluids Podcast. I'm Ava Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old androgynous vagina person. And we're the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. If you want to get in contact with us or follow us, you can find us on Instagram at Gender Fluids Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Gender Fluids Pod. Our email is genderfluidspod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Patreon under Gender Fluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. Okay. <laughs> so, yes. You, so. <laughs> I w- I've been freaking out about the coronavirus. Not freaking out is not the right word, but like I, it's definitely been a thing in my mind, right? Because it's all in the uh-huh. news and shit. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just like, fuck, man. Like, you know, like it was like some bunch of people are going to be sick. Like, that's going to be a good deal. Should we get some food and water? Yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, if, if nothing happens, nothing happens. Tight. Fine. Awesome. But if something happens, well, now I got some shit, we'll right? Eat some canned soup for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, well, Mikey Swenson's always like, yeah, but I'm like, what I do is I'm just like prepping now. And then like I eat all the food. And so a week later, I'm prepping again. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I feel that because I did just eat like a little backpack. You, yeah, exactly. Um, but my thing but, is, yeah, we should stock up a little bit in case, you know, the the thing starts taking people out. But you know, I just realized today that, I mean, it's only taken out the old people, so why aren't why we just pro We should be on the side of coronavirus. Yeah. Like, it's killing off the, all the old people who are voting against us. Yeah, it's mostly old people. We, don't, we know we don't like those people. They are draining <laughs> Social Security, which is just a tax on the young at this point, a transfer of wealth to the old. They're draining on, um, you know, medical shit, whatever, keeping them alive. Like, this is where... All the, isn't this what we hold want? on positions, right? Just like yeah. even if you want to play the corporate game, it's like there are a bunch of fucking old people who are now having to work forever and, and there's no upward mobility. And they're mobility. lobbying and rigging the rules to, to be better and better for old people, keeping the interest rates as low as can be. I mean, this is all not good for the young. So yeah, we if it's killing people 75 plus, I'm down. Yeah. I mean, my grandparents are dead, so fuck you guys. You know? <laughs> I still have one set left, but like, how you, you know, I can't. Couldn't you lose them? You lose Trump. I know, and, that's and the Sanders, thing, but like, whatever, you know. Or recuperate. We still got well, Alexandria, yeah. Oscar. Oh, fuck, I'm so high right now. <laughs> Alexandra, Alexandria Gracia Cortez. Yeah. But, um, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we lose the old people. I think that's where I think. Yeah, yeah I'm only, mostly fine with that. So like, is it only two percent of the people that have yeah. like? contracted to have died and most of them have been like old or like you know already have some like or babies. Up shit or like some babies. babies will die but look we're Fun already pretty that. used to that by now aren't we as if this comes out it's going to come out after the guillotine babies <laughs> <laughs> segment yeah. so you know we're pretty pro At like 50 percent of the babies. country is pretty comfortable with killing babies up to a and certain look, point a, this that's isn't that fi- far i'm fine like dying, let's have like God's a gap hand. we don't need to have like a continuous kind of like paint the lamb's blood right? on your door and just <laughs> pray <laughs> let it all happen. <laughs> open your windows and just like you know let what happened may you know <laughs> i'm for it that's I what I'm, I mean, I, I it, think economically, it, like the baby boomer generation retiring, all this stuff is a real problem. What we need is to jettison. Plague. We need, yeah, we've everyone knows a, it. We've, we've all been waiting for this. We've needed a thinning of the herd for a while. Yeah, we all know. And this is probably the best way. 
Yeah. And it, it works I mean, for me. It's the most efficient way. Because all I care like, about is the people like, I love. War will, like, destroy cities and things. Like, at least this way, like, it's just sad. Yeah. It's just sad. We lose all the old people, which sucks, you know? I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying Start I'm not journaling gonna, now, but, old people, because you... <laughs> You know, whatever wisdom you've got, you know, we'll read, we'll read your stuff, but your time might, you know, be your coming. time might be up. It's just too expensive to keep you alive. Talk about death panels. Sometimes God does a death panel. Yeah. <laughs> God wakes up from a nap, like, oh shit, There's oh too many fuck. of them, too many of them. I've, I slacked off. I'm here for it. You know, and here's the thing. I think maybe that's a PR perspective that should be pushed a little bit more because when yeah. I heard it, I was like. Huh. That should be you know, I, Well, I'm just like, I feel a little bit better now. You know, yeah. I actually was like, I was kind of nervous before, right? And then after yeah. hearing, I'm like, yeah, that's, that seems right. I'm on board with it. I can, I can yeah. be on board with it. I'm healthy and young, you know, if, fingers crossed. If knock God on wood. is just wiping out, seriously, like 75 plus, if God is just being like, let's just clear the board of the weight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's a lot oh, of like, you my, know, the people I really care about are like, are, are making it in this scenario. So right. I'm okay. And they've lived a long life or the it's babies not like don't know being anything yet. Cut short, right? Like this is what happens. We are so spoiled as a human race, especially in our country. You know what I mean? We just get to, everyone just gets to live. These I want to be lives. 80, 90 years old. Please come on. Really? All of our ancestors, everyone died like flies. You know, you got used to it. Like this is, we're not asking much. It makes just life one brighter pulling. in a weird it way. It does. If we all just lost, I mean, all it would, you know, it'll be a sad moment, but then <laughs> our tax yeah. system will be a little bit <laughs> less burdened. There's a little, I don't know. I was, I just happened to be listening to a podcast today, like um, where this guy was talking about all the ways that, you know, the, the young are really burdened in this country and like how we haven't been invested in and everything like that. And so just then thinking about the plague and all this, it's like, Oh God. Yeah. I think it's getting rid of the old people. Forget billionaires who are like working hard and innovating and doing stuff, whatever. It's, it's just these old people. Get them out of the way. They're the drain. Yeah. Because all these funds and stuff are still going and having to pay to them. And, and you know, here's the thing. There's probably, they're not all in the best shape, but there's some that are probably in the good shape. So like, that's going to be great for like, can can you donate organs if you die of a disease like that? Like really like a old virus? Or, yeah. organs? You think we're harvesting many? Like I'm just saying like we're going we're gonna to have a lot of bodies. We're saying 75 there's up. There's got to like, be something good in there. Yeah, there's something usable about it. I mean, I mean, lives. it would be a yeah. nice necrophiliac RS kind of thing where it's like, look, <laughs> they're dead. <laughs> I mean, I know they're not your ideal type. They are 75, body. but like... Yeah. <laughs> Corona, cor- whatever that does Look, to you, you will get the flu. <laughs> but small price to pay for <laughs> fucking the corpse of a seventy-five yeah. plus year old. What? There was one senator when we passed a resolution not to give the vaccine to seventy-five plus people. That oh, was like, geez. look, I, I've always wanted this, and I think other people would too. Why don't we just add an amendment in <laughs> as a fan where we could <laughs> fuck the dead bodies if we wanted to? I'm just sorry. I'm just realizing that this uh, coronavirus scenario would wipe out most of the leadership of the Mormon Church. <laughs> yeah, they're all so most of the leadership of a of lot, a lot of, of churches and shit. A lot of yeah. God, the, the Great Culling. Mm. That's a good name. What would it be called though? 
I mean, it wouldn't be called the Great Culling. That's too cool. So funny. We just all start cheers and Coronas all the time. All yeah. The, all the dead old it permanently changes the hey, language yo. we have. Like, we have new greetings about, like, the positivity surrounding, <laughs> except for, like, there'll be the people in, like, their Shut 60s or 50s that feel, like, gypped because we're all having too good a time during the coronavirus <laughs> and all of their, like, really close friends are dying. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> because they're like we do see that this is what's best for everyone but at the same time can you guys cool it we really love these old people (laughs) (laughs) i do feel bad Uh, about that but on the whole i just think yeah like seriously if we all got to vote if this was one of the ballot measures we had gotten today if it said uh, uh let them go. No. Or not. <laughs> Seventy-five plus is out. Just think of the benefits. Um, okay, I'm not saying I'm pro genocide, but I am pro acts of if God. If God does it, <laughs> it's not our fault. Is all I'm saying. So, not. And if I were a science person, I'm sure I'd be trying to solve it. Thank God I'm not, so I don't have to deal with that <laughs> moral conundrum as a utilitarian. <laughs> You know, uh, you do really I try pretend to, to solve it, or do so I do, take a little too one long of those to get that vaccine ready? Yeah, if you're one of those scientists who's on the job, just think. <laughs> Trump's what 76, 77? <laughs> think he's in the window. Take him out. Just take him out by it's not making be. the virus, and yeah, yeah, we'll have to lose a lot of old people. But again, I think, and some economists could correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's just going to mostly be a boon. So, I mean, that's a lot of wills getting enacted. Lawyers going to be big in business. A lot of tri- Talk about all? trickle down. Yeah. If the old people die, that'll trickle some fucking money on into the world again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And think uh, of the funeral. Oh, <laughs> man. The funeral economy going to be doing great. Plus all my stock in caskets. Right <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Incinerators. These people aren't getting buried. Come on. We got too many of them rolling. No, we're preserving some of the better bodies. Some though. of the better ones. Some of the hot ones. To like whatever. get fucked. Sure. And yeah. the famous people. Yeah. Oh, everyone gets to fuck. It's going to be so. People. Yeah. Line we definitely up. have to like keep them around. Like it's going to be sad for people, but you could like pump their bodies full <laughs> of something to like keep them and let them fuck them. Right. <laughs> I hope everyone knows, one knows that sometimes we're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes. Just, just know when we are and aren't kidding. You, you get it. <laughs> I mean, you're telling me there's not one famous person who's like dead, body, dead corona-ridden body you wouldn't fuck? Rob Halford from Judas Priest, if he was over 75 and tied, I'd fuck the shit out of him. Pump it's his dick full of something, hard for ride me to all imagine fucking a dead body for fun like that. I mean, I well, don't know. Like, I don't. I mean, it's like the, it's more about like the experience the story. Of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to say I ha- I did. Yeah, but I'm just trying to think of celebrities that are that old that I have like an emotional attachment to them. Like, I mean, like you know, it's like you know, like. What those J- like D- Judy Dench? I mean, as much That'd as I love her, I don't think I ever really want to fuck creepy. her. Can she be dressed in that cat's outfit? That kind of makes it. Well, it's got to hit the right vibe. She's too refined, right? Oh my god, cats! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Judy can I get an airbrush in here for a second? <laughs> <laughs> I think I might. It'd be interesting to fuck that. Yeah. Uh, I wish I knew more about science so I would, could know if you could get the virus from fucking the thing. I guess it could live long enough on a dead body that, like, if you, you know, you could, you, you're going to yeah. get the coronavirus if you fuck a coronavirus-infested corpse. Oh, we can give them the antidote after they're dead. <laughs> or like the oh yeah, <laughs> you like well, we have the antidote. You clean the point. body and like now we get can the clean body it. Ready. Yeah. And then, <laughs> 
<laughs> safe to fuck everybody. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry there could be a whole industry behind that you know we're creating jobs job creation. <laughs> <laughs> nothing if not job because <laughs> i mean i think if it's you're a celebrity you know you want to leave something for your kids for your estate you have a good preserver you know you, yeah. you set something up for that right so like That'd you be hire interesting the best if we just taxidermied our grandparents and fucked them when they were dead just <laughs> as a you know as a people if we just did that you know as a sign of respect <laughs> yeah, it's just a weird tradition that you didn't question. <laughs> we have lots of those. Why can't that be one of them? <laughs> How wild to fuck your grandparent. That's all I'm saying. Like they're dead. If everyone were doing Someone's it, someone's just like, but I don't want to fuck him. It's like you go fuck your grandfather right now. It's what, we, it's what God told us to do <laughs> thousands of years ago. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't understand how more people aren't talking about this. Maybe that's what they've been trying to tell us, like on NPR, when they keep saying, eh, it's killing the old people, like, don't worry about it, everyone. You know, because there is a vibe of like, I don't know, wash your hands. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, yeah, it's, a, it's only 2% of time, but it's like the old it's people. It's like, be like a decent, hygienic human being. If you're young, eat some vegetables, yeah. guys. You know, I don't know. Drink some orange Drink juice. Drink some water. <laughs> it's hydrate. Get some sleep. Um, yeah. You'll probably make it, but if you're, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I think yeah. the media is, uh, you know, it's on board. I mean, for me, the one thing that I worry about is like what is like the potential. This is just the apocalyptic side of me because for some reason, every dream I have is like almost is about the apocalypse in a lot of ways. Well, I have like, yeah, stressful situations. Yeah. <laughs> That's like most of my dreams, like the world ending. But like, uh, <laughs> in my post- How long has that been? <laughs> since I was a child. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing there. <laughs> How often? Uh, uh, <laughs> like once a year. Most dreams. <laughs> a lot of dreams. You get that at. I mean, you know, yeah, they sometimes they're fun though, but sometimes yeah, they're for sure. Not. Um, some of both. But in my like uh, you know, apocalyptic head, I'm just like worried about like the collapse of like our infrastructure and shit. Like if so many people die that like it, and it does really fuck up financial institutions and mm-hmm. government institutions. And like, then like, like all oh. of a sudden like public utilities stop working. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like it, that's that in my head is like how shit gets fucked. Right. It's like the virus itself. I don't think is like going to be an issue. I think the yeah. issue is like when daily life gets fucked and people start getting like, apocalyptic start getting fucking savage about it right i again if 75 plus maybe 80 plus whatever the line is i think we can we get some geneticists to capture the coronavirus tweak it to a specific age re-release it (laughs) yeah y'all no that would be genocide then that's messing with god's plan (laughs) yeah exactly in this case some scientists made it in the lab and accidentally let it out and so they whatever they were going for. I mean, if they were killed, I mean, it's just not our fault. It doesn't matter if it's somebody's fault. It's not our fault. I didn't do it, you know, <laughs> and, you know except that it's I like, think that I'm part of God's mind. It's like the finger to the nose thing, like not me. <laughs> yeah, not me. Uh, well, whether it's uh, the act of some yeah, scientists or or God, or if that's the same thing. You know, it doesn't matter. I mean, um, here's the thing: it's happening one way or the other. So, like, I, the best you can point, do is fingers crossed. Is, is like, yeah, fingers crossed, it ends well. <laughs> yeah, well, 
<laughs> wash your hands and just <laughs> call your grandparents and <laughs> catch Tell up. Tell me, love them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm still in the will. <laughs> thinking of you. Yeah. Thinking of you. Everyone starts calling their grandparents to be oh, like, hey, you, just have you been? Of you. Have you have you all fucked them all? How happy are you? I can help. I can figure something out, you know? You start like You're trying to fuck make, your grandparents now. No, I'm just saying like you want to make sure your grandparents are as happy as possible. You start giving them like sex advice and like counseling, like maybe hire some like classy like prostitutes to go visit them. Just like make sure your grandparents are like in the primo condition, right? Oh, to make it. Yeah, no, to die happy. Oh, I thought you were trying <laughs> to get them, ha- you know. Ha- no, like I just want to make them think that, like, you know, you really care about them, love them, mm-hmm. so they die happy and don't potentially. Your like, parents cut would you out want you to get help them get prostitutes. No, That's my pa- well, my parents aren't that old. Grandparents, I mean, my parents are in their fifties. No, your grandparents. I mean, your grandparents would. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just fucking spitballing. Oh. <laughs> I don't. I'm not. <laughs> Well, like I said, mine are all dead, so the rest of you can go fuck yourselves. <laughs> um, See, here's what I like about this is we've got a split table here of like your grand, both your grandparents are dead, mm-hmm. and I have like one set alive that I love very much, right? Yeah. But still. And how old are they? They're over. Uh, no, they're like 79. Okay, but yeah. They're in the window. They're in the window. But you know what? They've lived a good life. I think they're pretty healthy. I think they can make it. They could make it longer. Somebody they also live in the middle of nowhere. So like, you know, they're not in a like very populous area where people go. are traveling in and out. Exactly. Like, It'll just be the city people mostly. And yeah, it's going to hit the cities hard. And it'll be the poorer, sadly, but we got to try to get it into the other neighborhoods. Yeah, I wish there was a Go way to cough that on could, an old like, person in the, <laughs> on the golf course. Cough would, on would as you, much money as you can. Uh-huh. <laughs> Throw it over their fences. Mm. <laughs> no, that, that's messing with God's will again. You just got to go. <laughs> He's gonna go happen to how, play how golf. Coughing the right. on them. If you happen to like, play golf with old people and lean in for a lot of hugs and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, if you're or if you're a valet at a country there club, there you go, valet at a country club. Perfect. You know, don't wear gloves. A servant to a congressman or whatever these people are doing. <sighs> we can or all be God's certainly agents. one of the wives. This has been a pretty God heavy episode. A young wife of an old yeah. person. <laughs> you obviously gold could. dig your coronavirus is your key. <laughs> yeah. Use it. This is a Use prime time. time to start gold digging. Actually, yeah. If you could yeah. intentionally contract coronavirus as you woo a really rich person, yeah. oh, genius. Yeah. <laughs> Smart move. <laughs> no risk, no reward. What yeah. Mean? What a good gamble. Um, okay. Well, it'd be well, hard dependent on you as murder, right? It's like you, totally. they died oh, of the coronavirus, right? Like, uh, we're pretty sure she intentionally gave this guy. Look, it was like coronavirus was getting out and she found this old dude, started yeah. dating him, got the will changed. She and talked then, about like, it on her podcast. <laughs> so it <laughs> wasn't even like a Patreon. It was just like out in the public. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, anyway, so yeah, we just wanted to come out as pro coronavirus on gender fluids. Gender fluids officially <laughs> endorses pro. the coronavirus for president in 2020. <laughs> Burning the coronavirus. Yeah, great ticket. <laughs> All right, you want to talk about your sex life? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't really. It's not. <laughs> I always feel weird telling sex stories because I get very in my head 
as soon as I start and I'm like, well, this isn't interesting. This is just me giving a play by play of shit I did. And I don't really have any like specific insightful thought about it. So like, I, f- I feel like that's what I'm fixing to do again, but I'm going to do it anyways. Edit it out if it didn't yeah. go anywhere. That's kind of. Yeah. But this, so this like, I had, I had this like really great, like uh BDSM scene with this dude that I've been doing BDSM shit with for a few months now. Yeah. Right. Um, and I, yeah, I just had like a few moments, like I just a few thoughts, like during this whole experience. Right. And so like, uh, you know, it's not always one, it started off because it's like, I don't always want to fuck dudes. Mm-hmm. I really have to like be in the mood for like specifically that. Right. Yeah. I gotta be ovulating. Yeah. More or less. It's just like, uh-huh. and it's so a different, to hit you. it's a different kind of like, I want to fuck dudes. It's not, there's like very little that's like tender about it. There's very yeah. little that's I like cute. It's like, I am like feeling like a fucking me, dirty slut and like, yeah, uh-huh. I want to be like, I, I want to be yours and not in a cute way. Uh-huh. And, and, and so like, I, uh, <laughs> I like, you know, woke up and like, um, would just felt it like in my core being. And like, it's one of those mornings, like for me, I know it's going to be one of those like days if like I wake up and I'm like already hard and I'm already like n- unconsciously like humping the mattress. Right. And <laughs> mm-hmm. like, just kind of like slowly like grinding into it. And then I wake up and I'm like, Oh no. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I get, I'm, in my head it goes off. Cause it's like, it's such a fucking powerful place to be. Mm. Cause it's like when I'm horny normally, I don't have like the drive behind like wanting to act on it. It's like, I can just be like low key, very horny. Yeah. Right. And just like chill yeah, like just that. Just enjoy being horny. But like sure. this type of horny, it's like, it's an, it's infectious and it fucks with my head and it's like, it's all I want. Big horny energy. Yeah. Big, big horny energy. Uh-huh. And like, um, <laughs> and so like I end up at this dude's place through a series of whatever's. Yeah. Um, of not being available than being available and schedule or whatever. Yeah. And so like, you know, I like was like so like deep into it that I was like, I'm going to put a butt plug in before I go over like 100% going to do, do, do that. Like I want to be fucking ready. Oh right? yeah. The butt plug. It's like you're, you're opening it up. You're, yeah. It's your warm up. Okay. But like I was, I had some weed lube left from Colorado. Oh, and yeah. so I like put some of that inside myself and like put it all over the butt plug and like put it in. And I was like, you know, by the time I get there, talk for a minute, casually hang out for like Should doing whatever for, yeah, 45 minutes. I'm going to start be right on the ride up <laughs> of this like body high <laughs> as like, we're like getting into this scene. Uh-huh. I was like, Oh yeah. Like I'm fixing to get into that headspace, Right. Yeah, like, yeah. Cause I don't always, I don't be always like present. being, yeah. I don't always like being like, uh, like stone stoned, like from like smoking, but yeah, like, but, like an edible high that Edibles like is that like that kind of infects your mind with a little dreams. bit of like bleary blurriness and a little bit you of like in your just, body. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like that overload of like yeah. bodily sensation goes to my head and I can't think straight. I'm just yeah. feeling right. right. Ideally. Yeah. And so we go, we have a great like little chat before we get there and like discuss like kind of like what we want to go down in this scene and like plan it out. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Sounds good to me. But in my head, I'm going, there's three or four things in here I've never done before. Mm-hmm. And it's like, <clears throat> you know, this is one of those like do as I say, not as I do moments, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, 
I've been doing kink shit for long enough and like have put myself in enough situations that I shouldn't have that I kind of feel like at this point in my life, I have a good judge of like the people I'm like involving myself with. Right. Like when I was younger, I would let some people tie me up and put me in some precarious situations that I just shouldn't have been in, but it was just because I had never had it and I just needed it and there was no control to it. It's like, yeah, if that's what you want to do, like I just want it to happen. So, you know, and so, like, now at this point, I feel like I can kind of, like, gauge these things. And this was the first time I did this and, like, felt good about making that decision where I was like, all right, I don't, I'm not going to, like, tell this dude that I've never done these things before. Uh-huh. Um, except for one thing I did. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, and I'm not going to, like, worry about it. Like, I think I've, like, I found, I trust, like, this dude enough to do the X, Y, and Z with. And I'm like. And the things sounded like things you'd enjoy. Yeah, and they were like, and I was like, I think I can do that. But here's the thing. I mean, I did think there was the potential for me to be in them, but there's reasons why I haven't done any of them before. Mm. It's because they're like, they, they're close to like what I would call my own personal hard limits yeah. of like, just like, I just don't fucking do that. And so like, uh, the first one. Dark orange lights. Yeah, the first one that like I like was the one I told them that I'd never done before was knife play. Uh. And like playing with like a knife. And so like that's just always been a thing that I've never thought is sexy. Like I've never been into like someone holding a knife to like my throat. I mean like in a fantasy, like in erotica, I can yeah, get into it. For sure, but I'm just saying like in my like pragmatic, like sexual life, right? Like my actual lived sexual life. Yeah. I've never like had a desire for someone to hold a knife to my neck or to like, uh, in a role play or to like, you know, like some people are into like cutting and like dragging knives over their like bodies and things like that. And like, mm-hmm. I've never really thought people posing with knives are sexy. That's a big thing in like porn, like people yeah. like posing a knife with knives in different ways. Not my thing. Kind of always creeped me out a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. But like he was like, I have like you know this like dull knife, and like he, and, like here's kind of how I want to use it. And we like talked through. I was like, look, I'm not for the entirety of the blade running across me at any point in time. Like, I don't like that slicing feeling. I, like, kind of had the knife on my arm and tried it. I was like, I, I, that will freak me out that it's actually going to cut skin, like, too much. Like, that's a step too far. I was like, but the tip, like, the mm-hmm. tip area, which was the most dull also, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm fine with you dragging that and, like, all over me and kind of, like, mm-hmm. pressing in at points, right? Because mm-hmm. it, cur- it, it was a kind of a curved blade. So, like, you weren't, like, pressing in it, like, a, in a stabbing motion. It was more of, like, a gotcha. pressing You're your kinda... wrist down to add pressure. And so I wasn't mm-hmm. worried about, like, my skin being punctured. Because I was like, I can't be cut. That's going to fuck me up. Like, yeah, yeah. If you actually break the skin and shit, right? So, uh, so we did this knife play thing. Mm. And I ended up fucking loving it. Yeah. But, yeah, but the second, you know, why I loved it. I guess I'll get to in a little bit and like as that shit happened. But like the other thing that I really had never done before that freaked me out more than the knife play was, uh, he put on like a sensory deprivation hood. Mm, put you, I put on you. Yeah. Which is like, it's just like what most people think of as a gimp mask. Right. You mm-hmm. know, um, there are different styles, but this one was like, thankfully it was like, uh, cloth. Mm-hmm. And so it breathed, which was nice. Cause that was like a thing that I couldn't have done. If it was like super hot. So it it goes over my head. Like, you know, I can't see out of the eyes at all. Mm -hmm. There's a, and think also there's a little slot for my nose. Mm -hmm. And then there's like a zipper over my mouth. Right. And like the slot over the nose was a big thing for me. Cause like the reason I don't like those, (laughs) I have bad allergies. Yeah. Yeah. 
if I can't, and I can't breathe very easily, right? Like, you know, I need to be able to yeah. easily breathe out of both my mouth and my nose at any given time. Yeah. And also I'm pretty fucking claustrophobic. Yeah. Like I don't like being pinned down. I don't mind being like restrained, but I don't like being, you know, completely confined in any way, especially around my head. Mm-hmm. And when breathing's thrown into that, it like freaks me the fuck out. And mm-hmm. it just always has since I was little. It's like when we've talked about like how like older men would like, you know, hold you down and tickle you. Mm-hmm. Like it comes from a lot of that. And it also comes from a lot of like, for me, like being growing up a boy and being in tons of dog piles. I it was mm-hmm. like dog piles to this day are one of my least favorite things. Even with people dating me. I know. And that's the thing. You would think it's so hot, right? Like what a shame. Yeah. But it's just like, I, uh, it makes my stomach sick. So, but I, but I went for it and that one I super fucking loved because I'm already into sensory deprivation, you know, blindfold me or put earmuffs on me or whatever. But that really gave this like, you know, elevated level of kinkiness, like when it, you have a hood on and mm-hmm. like when your mouth is zipped up, so like you can't really hear you that well, but you yeah. can still breathe and like you're trying to like, or you are screaming because for me, he had me strapped down on my back mm-hmm. with my hands uh, like cuffed to this like mat that was underneath me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like my legs, he had like ropes just, you know, on the very tops of my thighs, like by my knee mm-hmm. um, or bottoms of my thighs, I guess, like right by my knees. So my knees are like pulled back and splayed back, like on all, you know, like spread eagle. And, but he had tied the ropes in such a way that like he could like put my legs together, like they had the ability to be moved together and then to be flipped to either side, right? Mm-hmm. So it was really well constructed i was like yeah. oh man he put some fucking thought into this yeah <laughs> i was i was like it which is like one of the things that put me at ease though right like it yeah. didn't feel like he was flying by the seat of his pants like no, this guy's got a plan <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was super nice like to but that's one of those things where people are like i just like sex to feel spontaneous it's like yeah the the idea of spontaneity is nice but you can have that within like a very structured setup like uh-huh. Because, like, he did things that I, you know, wasn't expecting and couldn't expect because I couldn't see and my senses were taken away and I was restrained. But it just brought all my sensations into my body. And I'm spread eagle like this and I'm, like, feeling this, like, intense level of trust for him, Uh, you know, because it's like, yeah, you sent me, like, a text version of all this written out and it's going like that but, like, better. Like, he's always like, here's what I have planned out. Few few things I'm saving just like to for in the moment, but you know, mm-hmm. can always like change that in the moment also. So it mm-hmm. adds like a nice level of surprise, right? Like the rope thing. Mm-hmm. Mwah, chef's kisses. So I'm feeling all that. And then that like weed lube starts hitting me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like my body just like, I don't know. I just, I, it was one of the most like intense and pleasurable experiences I've ever had. Like, in like a new way. Like I I I feel like that was probably the most present in like a kink situation I've ever been. Yeah. Right? To like and like it like put me in this like new like form of heads like subspace. Like I and I think it's because you know transitioning and being into kink and all the sexual things that I am and living in such a fantasy world that I do a lot of times. Yeah. It's it's rare when like you have real experiences that up your like 
yeah you know Fantasy your game. game yeah where it's just like fuck like i just did a thing that i've been thinking about for so long and yeah. for me it's just like you know i don't fuck many dudes anymore but i fantasize about a lot of dudes right, right? and so it was like this was one of those moments where it's like i am i'm in it yeah i'm in this fantasy and like and i'm the hottest i've ever been yeah right for me at least right yeah. and like so i'm getting to go through this and like truly feel, like feel comfortable feel and sexy and, and like be doing be living out of fantasy and be do- yeah be to be doing exactly what i wanted yeah, like that's wild i mean it's wild that guy must just like you know just be an expert at he, he like clearly just you know has been doing this with a lot of people for a long time and figuring out how to like yeah but play he, out these kind of fantasies but he and like built this like great scene you know like yeah. it started like you know because it's like i'm i'm not i'm not gonna make a first move and like you know again i'm not that attracted to dudes but uh-huh. part that's part of it for me is like being kind of like coerced yeah. or forced into yeah. this sexual situation with him and just knowing that i'm his yeah and like he just starts by just like pulling me in to like make out with me and i'm just like oh, and uh-huh. like melt just like and that that what did it that clicked hobby. in my head yeah to just be that good at sex and sex fantasies he, he was and that's the thing is he was really good at like he hasn't really fucked me fucked me before hmm. and this time like he fucked me okay. and it, it was like yeah he's great at like bringing you into that space and just being like i don't know dominating not in just a purely tender way but not in like a wholly sadistic way either he has this like great middle ground kind of fantasy sweet yeah but i mean like you know it's like i haven't had anybody do this well before where like you know someone grabbed the back of my head and like pushed me to the ground to like suck their dick Mm -hmm. had that done before very terribly but yeah but he did it in such a like controlled like good way where it's just like the fantasy way yeah it's like fuck i'm saying like that's wild he's just really good at like the the kind of thing where i'm like the porn that i want to watch or whatever you know like why aren't people making this This. kind of like consent gray gray consent porn you know Mm -hmm. what i mean that kind of thing like that's the line that i think a lot of women want or a lot of people want um and so it's like why is why isn't there more of that? And like so I'm saying like that guy Well it's not basically it's doing, not just gray consent, it's consent non consent. So it's just like you know, it's like Well yeah, I'm just mean Yeah, but I'm what saying, what words do you type into the search bar? Because it doesn't yeah. it doesn't work for me. That's true. Because it's more of an air about the actions than like yeah. the specific action itself. Right. And that's not necessarily searchable in the best way. Mm-mm. But yeah, and, and like, you know, the way he like got me onto the bed. And also I didn't tell him the entire time we were hanging out beforehand that I had a butt plug in. And so like <laughs> he, he got to discover that in the, in the middle of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I heard him go like, oh. And I was like, yeah, bitch, guess who else has game? <laughs> you had this elaborate setup, but I planned this before I got here. Because like that's the thought that goes off in your head and we're like, that's been in the whole time. It's like, yeah. And I didn't let it on once. Like, mm. uh, anywho, that was my cute little like subby surprise. Um, but yeah I and you know he the other thing I didn't tell him was that like I haven't actually been hit with that wide array or, 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 wide array of like utensils right uh-huh, or, stuff yeah I've only been hit with like you know with f- things you know flogger a couple different paddles riding crop you know like in a couple different paddles like wooden paddle leather paddle a, a belt a hand a hairbrush um uh, a dragon tail, which is like just this long coiled piece of like leather that's kind of like floppy yeah. at the end. Um, that's it. But he has, yeah, he has a bunch of shit. And so it was just like, and it's shit that like I have been straight up afraid of. Yeah. 
because I know it hurts. Higher level shit. And not just, not just higher level, but just like different types of hurt. So mm-hmm. like, you know, like he had a lot of rods, which is like one of the most painful things to get hit with. Like, yeah. a, you know, and it's a very stingy, very intense yes, and like isolated. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. Right. He, you know, he had like some paddles with holes in it, which I've just generally never been a fan of. Cause you can like, like faster and it like yeah. changes like the hit. And you know, he had like this, I forget what it's called. It's, you know, it's a bunch of different rods that are all like tied together uh-huh. and like, uh, like a bunch of bitch, bunch of bamboo shoots. Right. Uh-huh. Like you get, you know, yeah. this, and there like this giant, just giant piece of rubber. It's like this giant about a quarter <laughs> size of a quarter thick and like floppy and heavy just like piece of rubber yeah you know or like a ruler kind of like you had had never been hit with that but he had like a big like teacher's kind of looking like ruler that was made out of some like hard oak wood and just oh just yeah just a bunch of different shit where i was just like fuck dude i was like like because when i walked into the room it was all laid out it wasn't like i'm not gonna let you see it right now but you're it's like no 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 here's what i'm fixing to like dungeon vibes going on yeah and so I was like, shit, man. I was like, no, you know what? You know, really good me should have been like, okay, here are the areas I'm okay to be hit in like with these things. Here's what I'm worried about. Here's what I'm nervous about. Uh-huh. Here's what I'm not really so nervous about. Just so he would be informed. Like uh-huh. part of me was just like, all right, rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to let this like person I've known for a few months strap me to a bed and rub a knife over my fucking body, which was like this, the one moment where I was like, what if he's a good serial killer? Yeah, first What if he's times, a great serial killer? He's like long game in me. Then, yeah. He's like, I'm, he builds comfort and trust where, I, you know, I probably wouldn't have told anybody that I was going well, over there that day. And I show up and then I lay down and he's got it all set up to where he can fucking, because he's a great planner, yeah. can just like fucking torture me and not listen to the safe word and then kill me and then like hide the body easily. I think the cops can easily get some phone shit and see that y'all texted each other and see that he was the last person you talked to. I think he'd get caught. You know, just take some comfort, guys. I know we all think all the cops are bastards, but, you know, (coughs) them being there does stop (coughs) people from just killing people. So Anyway, so... It was wild. And also, it's like, you know, I'm not always, it depends on the scene, but I'm not always down to, like, be fucked afterwards, right? Yeah. But, like. But, I mean, that's part of the fantasy. I mean, no, but not really. Like, I mean, for me, most of the times that I've seen him, it's just been, like, beady. I mean, I might have, like, sucked his dick or something, but, that's like. That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, but it's, like, you know, that's, like it's mostly about the BDSM element. It's about, you know, just him getting into his sadistic side and just hitting me and me really leaning into being masochistic and just taking pain. But in your fantasies, wouldn't you then get fucked? No, not even. Sometimes in my fantasies, I don't. I mean, I fantasize about getting hit. Yeah. I really do just love that BDSM element. Yeah. It's not always sexual for me. Like I really, I have like a deep attachment to like the catharsis of it in a lot of ways. Yeah. And like the, you know, when you remove that like sexual element, like getting into that masochistic headspace is really interesting. Like, how do you, you know, really fall into it when you're, it's not about sex and it is just about like you were just being hurt? Well, I guess that's true. Because, like, when I'm watching people get um, whipped in movies <coughs> and I'm getting turned on, it's not like they're ever about to have sex, you know, sadly. Yeah. But <laughs> wouldn't that be hot? I mean, like the sexual element mm. can make it easier in a lot of ways, right? It can also make it harder. It can also make it darker, right? You know, mm. 
adding in that you're getting fucked after someone's just beaten you can be darker than just getting sure. beaten, right? For sure. Um, but yeah, so like, but like this time, I, like, you know, he fucked me and like fucked me well. And like, I didn't like come, come mm-hmm. at all. Right. But like, it was the best. It was like, I did it, the entire sensational experience was so good that mm-hmm. I was like, it, it was, <laughs> there was like no need for an orgasm. Right. Yeah. It was like yeah. unreal. Yeah. Oh fuck. I forgot. So the knife was uh-huh. wild. Cause like I was definitely really, body high by this point mm-hmm. right like because this didn't this lasted a while yeah this was like we were there for about an hour and a half yeah with me like strapped down and shit right so you were on a journey with the lube with the weed lube yeah i was fucking going man like i it hit me i mean i guess about as hard as i thought it would it wasn't like too hard but i was like oh okay. it's working <laughs> right mm-hmm. but at the same time i'm dealing with the adrenaline rush of being hit yeah um and so, like, uh, when he finally, like, switches, he, like, you know, hits me for a good while and, like, really spanking, like, my ass, my inner and outer thighs mm-hmm. um, and, like, the backs of my thighs. Mm-hmm. Uh, he switches to, like, sensation play for a little bit and sensation stuff. Well, first he, like, unzipped my hood and, like, made me, like, lick his, seems like, stick out your tongue and just, like, started rubbing his dick on it. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls out the knife and, like, starts, like, trailing the knife, like, you know, like from my hips, like up my body and like on to my boobs. And mm-hmm. like that part of my body hadn't taken that much like impact at that by that point. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he hadn't really hit me too much up there. He like hit my boobs some, but like, uh, <laughs> uh, when that knife touched my body, man, it was like this warmth spread across my entire sure. body, not just in that spot, but it was like the, the pinpoint of that spot made yeah every other inch of my body completely aware of the lack of it. Right. Mm -hmm. It was this wild kind of blanket enveloping me sensation. And then like, it just felt like that, that, I don't know that point as it just trailed across you, like it was like all of my skin was thinking towards that point. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, totally. Right. All your consciousness. Yeah. is totally focused in that. And it's this warming you know, sensation of physiological arousal, really concentrated like that. It's a very similar feeling to if I would get excommunicated officially from the church. You know what I mean? Your body's filled with this like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And I let him slap me, Mm -hmm. which in the face, which like, and I, when I say let him, I I mean, I didn't say like red or yellow afterwards. Like I saw him bring, he has like this like thick glove, that he puts on that adds like a boop to yeah. it and isn't so it isn't much of like a hard like yeah. hit. Yeah. Uh but it adds some like intensity to it. So it allows you to like I don't know, it rocks you more, but it doesn't hurt as much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um and he'd like been hitting me like on the ass with it some like doing some really deep thuddy shit. Mm-hmm. But then like uh, when I saw him like have it on when he was like coming up to fuck me, I was like, oh he's probably gonna slap me with that. Uh-huh. And I was like, I could be like, nah. I was yeah. Like, no, you know what? <laughs> you have the time to. Make gonna, the I think I'm gonna like roll with it. I think I think he's gonna. He's, he's like, gonna know how to do it, right? Yeah. He he seems to have a good judge of like what my pain tolerance right. is and yeah, intensity level. Point. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. like, it's like I think he can slap me. And it's like I don't really want to be slapped, mm-hmm. but I want him to slap me because I know he wants to slap me. Mm-hmm. It was weird, and it was like, it, I don't know. It was a very interesting kind of like subby space because I was like. I simultaneously lost in it, but also very like real world and conscious, mm-hmm. you know, I w- 
some people would say like I wasn't you know completely dropped in or whatever to like subspace mm-hmm. because I wasn't just like mindlessly there very acutely yeah. there but like method me, acting yeah but for me it's just like you know method being I there's usually it takes a very special like situation for me to be like completely there and to like throw myself away otherwise I'm a, a one eye always open kind of yeah. person you know um you're not going to get all the way open. Yeah. Uh, hypnotized. Yeah. I mean, no, that's the one thing is I do get hypnotized easily. Really? Two eyes closed when yeah. you're hypnotized? Like, I, yeah, I don't know why, well, but like, but that's the thing is like, because I do believe in it and I, I am capable of dropping into that very deep subspace or if I'm role playing like kitten shit or whatever, I can okay. drop very deep into that. Right. But it's like, I have to be around like the right type of person where I'm like, I need to like have a like level of trust in you because it's like I I can't think about anything else I have to like go to this place and most people pull me out of it somewhere or the other so with hypnotism it's like always in like some fun public setting or whatever when Mm -hmm. it's happening it's like I know I can do that and so I just like give my head over to it right because I know it's like he's not gonna do anything you're not gonna yeah you're not gonna fuck me up Yeah. yeah right so but yeah so I had that wild kinky sexual experience and it was but it was just weird to have so many of those things happen within the span of a few hours like and then to have to reckon with all of it afterwards of like holy shit (coughs) like wow i did that wow that felt great wow i shouldn't have like done all that necessarily like that way Mm -hmm. wow i felt really hot wow you know all of the things i just said like all that shit just like flooded back on me right Mm -hmm. and it also just really made me reflect on like the casualness with which i kind of like let intense things happen to me yeah. right where i'm just like god damn like I, are other people like this like just putting themselves in situations and just being like yo let's roll Yellow, with it man I mean, yeah <laughs> i mean you know no shade on anybody that's like vanilla vanilla or like whatever but i'm just like dude like what a like universe and like plethora of experiences and sensations that is available to us like what a, what a kind of like place we exist in with the things we can do to our bodies and like the things that people choose not to do with them astound me you know Mm -hmm. where it's just like you're just you're just gonna live your normie life and just like be satiated by the tiny degrees of pleasure that get drifting your that drift your way i guess and and that's going to be fine with you, I guess. Okay. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. There's a lot of people out there who aren't reading books. You know, I know what I mean? There's a lot of people. That's the it's thing to like me. It's weird, just like of all the sensations you can the give yourself. The of human experiences. Yeah. They're just not interested. But not our listeners. You guys must no. be well, out there. I mean, you're experiencing something if you you're listen to this. <laughs> exactly. Uh. This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX.